Good morning. Thank you for joining us on EZ's Community Focus. It is my pleasure to welcome back Andrea Ivory with the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. A happy holiday to you, Andrea. Happy holidays to you as well, Ellen, and to everyone in your listening audience. Well, I'm excited that you have news to share about how you've been able to modify what you do to reach out to women in our community and continue to provide prevention and early detection of breast cancer with free and low-cost mammograms. We are super excited to be able to make a difference by focusing on two of the leading causes of mortality in our nation. Heart disease is the leading cause of death in both men and women in the United States. And it's all followed by cancer. And we focus on breast cancer and heart disease. And prevention is key. Early detection is key. And so we're so excited that we've received amazing support from your listening audience to continue to serve the population that we love so much. Well, there is another group of people who have recognized you. There's something called the Purpose Prize. This is an annual national prize. And of 1,700 entries, you are one of 10 who was chosen as a Purpose Prize Fellow. And the quote that they put up from you is that, I've learned that if you change the life of a woman, you change the life of the family, and ultimately you change the community too. So congratulations. How do you feel about being one of 10 out of 1,700 submissions that were chosen to be recognized on a national basis for what you've done with the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative? I am deeply honored. It is amazing to be recognized for promoting prevention and early detection. And what's so special about it is we as a nation generally focus on disease instead of focusing on what we can do to lower our risks, especially during a time where we're grappling with COVID. There are things that you can do to reduce your risk for not only breast cancer and heart disease, but also COVID. So to be able to be recognized for uplifting a different pathway is extremely exciting. And then the other thing that I'm so grateful for, you know, when COVID first hit, up until then, your strategy for reaching people was going door to door in underserved neighborhoods. And for a period of time, you weren't able to do that. And you were still, you know, if anyone called you, you would still arrange for them to get their low or no cost mammogram. But you are back out in the community again in a bigger and better and still COVID safe way. Tell me about your venture with Macy's as your partner. We're super excited again that we are out in the community that we love so dearly. And unfortunately, as you shared, COVID changed our service delivery model. We can't go door to door anymore. And the population that we targeted, it's working class women. They work two and three jobs and they give their life to their family and their community and they just don't have the time or the resources or other barriers. So instead of going to their neighborhoods where we can knock on their door, we now partner with specific retailers like Macy's and Fresco Imas because we are going to Macy's to bring the mobile mammography van and hopefully bringing out some biometric screenings to address heart disease, meeting women where they are, where they work. The barriers that we're speaking about are not just financial, they're structural. You know, we have transportation barriers. We have time constraints because people can't get time off from work. And how poor thinking is Macy's to partner with us 
to bring those resources at their place of work. Their place of work, every day they go there, and not only now do they go to work, but they can go and be healthy and participate in preventive screenings and get educational materials. So very exciting that we are still serving the same population, but working in untraditional ways. So very exciting. Well, it's really important because Dr. Lauren Carcass from the Miami Cancer Institute, one of your partners and one of the most brilliant breast oncologists locally, told me that there was an 80% drop in screening mammograms, just annual screenings, because of COVID. So by your bringing that mobile mammography van to them, where it's right in front of them, they don't have to make a trip anywhere. They can just walk outside of their place of employment and get that mammogram. You know, when you think of an 80% drop, what the difference in one year of skipping a mammogram can mean in terms of finding it at a later point in time and how that complicates the treatment and survival rates. So important that our corporations realize that their greatest asset are their employees. And by partnering with us to provide them screenings at no cost because we cover the cost for those screenings. It's a win-win situation. It provides goodwill on their behalf, and it also provides their associates with life-saving educational materials, biometric screenings, and mammograms. So I am so excited that going into 2021, we are still continuing to make an impact. And great thing with this partnership is that it will cover three counties. It will cover Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach County. When you say you're going so that people who work at Macy's can get their mammogram, can other people call and schedule an appointment if you have the availability? We would love to serve any woman in the community who is in need of a mammogram, and we're going to be very specific. If you don't have health insurance and you haven't had a mammogram in one year, I would urge you to contact us. If we have space available, we would love to break down every barrier that would prohibit a woman from participating in preventive screening. How should they reach you? Is phone the best option in this case? Phone, yes. Please, by all means, give us a call at 305-825-4081. And again, if you haven't had a mammogram in one year and you have a valid Florida ID and you are 40 years or older, please give us a call. We would love to help you. We will be in Pembroke Pines and we will also be in Doral at the International Mall. Okay, so I'm looking at the dates. I've got December 8th at Macy's Pembroke Lakes Mall and December 10th at International Mall in Doral at Macy's. So if someone lives in those areas, you can call and as long as you have the availability and they fit those other screening requirements, which aren't a lot, if you don't have insurance, if you're 40 or older, you're a valid Florida resident and you haven't had a mammogram in one year, you can call and per availability, schedule yourself in, get that mammogram. Now, if there are other retailers who say, we want to be part of this, we want you to bring that mobile mammography van to our store so that we can open it up to our employees and the community. Who should they contact? How should they reach out to you? 
please give us a call at the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. We can be reached at 305-825-4081. And we'd love to talk to you to see if, in fact, it's appropriate for us to partner and provide these wonderful services to your associates. Okay. Now, I know one other thing that I just want to briefly touch on. You talk a lot about, you know, before, catching disease before you get it, living a disease deterrent lifestyle. And it's become more difficult to do that in the age of COVID. There was a study out recently that, not surprisingly, Americans have become more sedentary because of COVID, because we're indoors, we really aren't going to gyms, we're not going out dancing. And so your best option is to, you know, go walking in your neighborhood or do some exercise at home. We know there's lots of free stuff on YouTube. How do you see this working in, and especially, you know, with the holidays and everything, we're all eating more. What kind of recommendations can you give us to stay disease deterrent, or should we look at your Facebook page or go to those educational guides on your website? Well, you know, as we embark upon the holidays, let us be mindful that, you know, this is a season where we tend to eat more and drink more. And yes, while we do those things, there's COVID and we are restricting in-person interaction and engagement. However, you clearly laid out some amazing ways that you can stay in shape and continue to live a disease deterrent lifestyle. Yes, by walking, walk around your neighborhood. You know, you've got to get mobile. You have to move and, you know, make mindful choices when you're eating. Now, clearly, the holidays coming up, all bets are kind of off. We are going to enjoy our food, and you cannot begrudge yourself. But be mindful, and please visit our Facebook page. We have a wealth of information with regard to healthy eating, great physical activity that you can do indoors, things that you may not have thought of. Please do visit us on Facebook at the WBHI. You'll learn some things. You'll even learn the value of eating certain foods that you're eating already, and you may not have known that it was healthy. So please, by all means, visit us on Facebook. Go to our website and look for the educational materials, which can provide you with direction on how to engage in physical activity, also engage you in healthy eating. And please, by all means, remember that because the holidays are coming and we are spending more time indoors, you have to engage just a little bit more. You have to be a little bit more creative. There's one other little tidbit. What I've seen happening is a lot of gyms that weren't able to be open have now started offering classes online. My sister, who Mm -hmm. was a ballerina as a teenager and a young adult, has started taking classes with American Ballet Theater that they're offering online. So it's like she's living her passion all over again, and she does it in the kitchen. And there's a lot more of that now where, you know, people who are experts in their fields are offering their specialty and their guidance online and just search out whatever you love doing the most, whether it's a Zumba class or a yoga class, anything that gets you physical, or just put on some music and dance around the house. Enjoy yourself and give yourself something to be happy about because it's been a struggle. There's no question this year, but we still have bright things to look forward to. You know, we often talk about 
all of the challenges. But, you know, adaptability and being comfortable with ambiguity, key to success. There have been many challenges during this year, COVID-19. We all have suffered them. We all can overcome them. You know, just as you said, we thought of different strategies, different delivery models in getting the message out and reaching the population that we target. And those are the same things that can be applied in our personal lives. You know, we can't do things the way we used to do them right now. And God only knows when we will be able to go back or what the new normal will be. But instead of focusing on what you can't do, focus on what you can do, because you can do a lot. Bravo. Bravo. We bear witness to that. So this is a challenging time. Holidays tend to be challenging times for families anyway, all the more this year where we can't gather together. So I'm encouraging your listening audience to think of your mental health. Think of the whole person and be find things to be thankful for. We all have something to be thankful for. I want to thank you for always bringing a positive attitude here. Just your saying, focus not on what you can't, but what you can. Like I just felt lifted from hearing that. And we may know it, but sometimes we need to be reminded. So thank you, Andrea Ivory, for reminding us to be positive, reminding us of how much we are capable of, because there's so much that we can do. I am excited for the new year, and it is really important that we have realistic expectations of the new year. There's no magic wand. We are going to go into the new year with the same challenges, but with a different perspective. Love it. Okay. Thank you again. The Women's Breast and Heart Initiative now engaged in taking the mobile Mobile mammography van. Thank you. The mobile mammography (laughs) van. (laughs) We're very excited to take not only the mobile mammography van, but biometric screenings. Because remember, heart disease is the leading cause of death in men and women. And simple behavioral modifications can make all the difference in both diseases. Okay. And when you say the biometric screenings, you're talking about hypertension screenings, blood pressure glucose screenings, and cholesterol screenings. It's so important that you know your numbers and you know what's healthy for you. And that information is what we share on our website. And also, when we're out in the neighborhoods working with Macy's and Fresco Lima, we will also share that information in educational packages. Again, the website is flbreasthealth.com. The Facebook page at the WBHI and to call the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative if you'd like to schedule an appointment at one of the locations where the mobile mammography van will be, you can call 305-825-4081. Andrea Ivory, founder and CEO of the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative, Thank you for giving us things to be thankful for. And thank you so very much, Ellen and Easy 93.1 and Cox Media Group for providing this amazing platform of sharing healthy habits and disease deterrent lifestyle with your listening audience. I like it because it's not so specific that you think you're going to fail. There are a lot of ways to do that. And that's a resolution you can live and find a way to be comfortable and happy with. So thank you. And um, if I don't speak to you before the new year, 
Have a safe and happy holiday season. Thank you, Ellen. You do the same. I am once again happy to welcome our friends from NAMI Miami. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They've been with us more often than usual this year in particular because we know so many people are affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and the restrictions that we've had to deal with, guidelines on social distancing, and especially as we come into the holidays, a time when normally we are out and celebrating and hugging and kissing under mistletoe, we're being instructed not to do that. So there's normally a holiday blues that a lot of people deal with anyway, and it's just exacerbated by the COVID pandemic. So I wanted to get our experts in here, and I am happy to welcome once again the executive director of NAMI Miami, Kathy Coppola. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Ellen, as always. And also Dr. Anna Schustak, who is a board member at NAMI Miami, a professor of social work at Simmons College and FIU with over 35 years of professional experience as a counselor, educator, administrator, professor, and clinical social worker. And boy, do we need your advice. Thanks for being here, Dr. Schustak. Thank you for inviting me. That's quite a lead in. <laughs> well, you, you lived it. I only mentioned it. But Thank certainly, you. you know, for people who normally have some depression around the holidays. It's definitely exacerbated by COVID. And then there are people who don't normally have issues who are experiencing things now that they've never had before. What can you tell us about these sort of mental responses to what's happening around us? Well, um, as you say, of course, we already know that holiday blues have been around a long time, that um, many people really have a hard time as it gets close to the holidays, sort of feeling that push that they need to be happy, that they need to be perfect. Um, I think approximately 64% of Americans are affected by the holiday blues in normal circumstances, but these are far from normal circumstances. So we don't quite know yet what to expect. But we know that one of the main risk factors for mental health issues is isolation. And unfortunately, the the way that this disease has manifested requires keeping a lot of social distance. And that is a concern, I think, to many practitioners at this point, is how is that going to affect those who are already struggling with with depression, even though it is reality. So I guess I'll say one thing to begin with is the most important thing is to remember that even though it's not going to be like last year or former years, it's not going to go on forever. This is an anomaly and in some ways similar to people who lived during the world wars and Christmas and Thanksgiving came during those times too. And, you know, this stress will end. So um, I think that's really important to remember. It's always going to have to have a different perspective on it this year in terms of what we do have to cope with. Some of the regular problems, I would say the regular issues that people deal with are still there, which are that, you know, you have increased um, social expectations, maybe not parties anymore, but, you know, the gift giving things that you feel you should, you should do or you must do. And by the way, that word should probably should come out of most of our vocabulary. Amen. We need to be easier on ourselves. And especially this year of all of all the years. But think of the people that, you know, aside from the holiday, they may be coping with a personal loss, having lost someone this past year, maybe even unfortunately to COVID. And that is an extra stress. And of course, we would recommend, and Kathy's going to talk about it further, support groups and support from therapists. 
Um, there's a lot of temptations out there at holiday time, especially for people that are coping with addiction, a lot more drinking. And of course, that can set up a whole chain of events, uh, risky behavior, more depression, you know, more mood swings. It's just a very um, treacherous road right now. And um, you're adding to it those pressures that you introduced at the beginning, the current political situation and COVID. I get the sense that people are kind of bursting to get out. You know, it's been since March now that we've been told to social distance. And then we've gone through periods where it's been okay to go out, but wear a mask. And then it's no go back in and then go back out. And we're we're so confused in some ways because the guidance keeps changing. But the most recent guidance from the CDC is saying, do not have family get togethers. That's right. And there is a recommendation for small groups. Right. Although sometimes I look at that and I see, okay, no groups over 25, no groups over 10. And I still think it only takes one to pass it on. You can have two people and still have two people get infected or three people. So that almost doesn't make sense to me. But I know I don't represent everyone else. You're right, though. That's a personal decision that each person has to make. But obviously to err on the side of virtuality will be the most cautious way that anyone can go, right? Which is to have your activity online with your loved ones, potentially with, you know, just a very, very immediate uh, bubble of people, what they call the bubble, which is just those two or three who are in your immediate family present in the room while dealing with your extended family in a celebratory way on on a computer. Right. And that's what, with my family, we've had Zoom get-togethers just for chatting, Zoom birthdays, and unfortunately, Zoom funerals as well this year, but Zoom has been oddly a way for us to connect with cousins and aunts and uncles that we hadn't seen in ages. So I'm seeing more of my family now than I was before. Yeah. And that's kind of... that's the positive part, you see? That's great. Exactly. And I think that's true. Yeah, there are some positives. Uh, Take the rushing around at holiday time that people had to do in normal times when there was no COVID and you would be, you know, dashing, I'm speaking more of Christmas, but, you know, dashing to stores to get the packages and everything wrapped and those kind of things are not alternatives for people potentially at this point. So you've removed that stress. But on the other hand, a lot of people say themselves, I wish things were like they were before. I want back, you know, my, my vision of what the perfect Christmas is. There's like a lot of that pressure. And yet we're all in it together, right? Because that's how it also differs from other years, which is that there are no perfect families and perfect holidays because we're all struggling um, to make this just, you know, as good as it can be. Are there things that people can do to sort of calm themselves emotionally? You know, if they feel like, oh, my gosh, I've got to go shopping, you know, whereas I'll say, okay, so this year I will do all the shopping online And believe it or not, this year, more than any other year, I'm going to send greeting cards, which I always talk about doing and don't do. But I feel like that to me Mm -hmm. is more of a personal contact than ever. But are are there other things that the people who really feel pressured to be with family or pressured to buy gifts and give them in person that you can help them to be okay with not being in person and be okay with scaling things back? Well, I love your choices. Those are those are great ones. Anything that you can do online is great. And when we talked about doing stuff virtually, um, having gatherings virtually, for that matter, you can do virtual 
crafting or things in your own home with your family somewhere else and, you know, do it conjunctively if they joining in and trying to um, all make, um, you know, something that you find a fun thing, a fun activity. I, I'll give you an example. The um, temple that I belong to is offering a, a painting opportunity where uh, your package would be sent to you and then you, you know, each person will paint the same thing. Somebody is guiding you, but being guided virtually. So that could actually be a gift that you could make. Another thing that I would say is, you know, this is a year where um, a lot of research is coming out on the importance of gratitude and and of telling yourself uh, each day what you are grateful for, preferably, you know, anywhere one, two, three things that you can say out loud or that you can put into a journal. Um, I think that's another thing that people can do that can actually verbalize that gratitude to the other people in their family, something that maybe people have never done before. Right. Um, there's spirituality, which you know, we cannot take for granted. It's really important. Um, and again, research has shown that many individuals who believe in a higher power are less likely to cope with uh, suicidal ideology and, and mental health issues because there is something that they feel they can rely on. Um, continuing to practice all your same self-care, right? If you're on taking meds, if you're getting therapy, you have to continue doing all that you have done, making sure that you've got that support. Physical activity, is another wonderful thing to do. I mean, now there's so many things available by Zoom, programs that can be done online. And we here in Florida can go out and move, you know, move around and, and be active, which is really also so healthy in terms of the release of endorphins and feeling better outside and being outside. In fact, the, in a lot of the, um, the gatherings can be done outside here, which unfortunately in the North, they don't have that opportunity to do. Right. Are there signs that people should look for in their loved ones and family members where they can see that maybe depression has gotten to a point where they should seek real help? Uh, yeah, I would say definitely things like um, more isolating, more you know, somebody isolating themselves, somebody, uh, a loved one who has got appetite changes, sleep changes, um, has withdrawn. Um, of course, the, the idea that somebody may give away precious things or say things like, you know, what does this holiday matter anyway? Um, I, you know, I wish I wasn't here anymore. Those kinds of things. Yes, those are an, an alarm or a red flag that they would need to try to get that person um, some therapy and some help. And how do you persuade someone who is not interested in getting help? Uh, gee, that's a really tough question. Um, <laughs> you, you basically try as much as you can and if you can't do it alone then sometimes you can do it with a combination of a professional such as a family doctor or a larger group of family members ultimately if it's really a serious you know the person has to be taken to an emergency room and um, potentially be acted or uh, receive the care uh, against their will at the beginning one would say but it depends on the circumstances okay these are great tips I really appreciate it and Kathy I know that you have so many programs at NAMI before we get into those I want to throw something in here that might not necessarily have come up, but I was talking to our friends at the Humane Society of Broward County today and just thinking how having a pet does so much mm -hmm. for the spirit. Oh, yeah. And even if you just foster, it is amazing what an animal can do for your self-esteem, for taking away that sense of loneliness, you know, even though they're an animal, they communicate in their way. And it is like having another person around. But for those who need other people to talk to, I know you have all kinds of Zoom meetings. Are there going to be extra things during the holiday season? 
Our programs, our support groups are typically for people who are having mental health issues, and those are called peer support groups. We have family support groups, so they're for family members of someone who's having a mental health issue. And we have support groups for parents of children who are showing some signs of mental health issues. And then we have a number of different webinars, and we've had meditation for the last month and a half. Now it's on Tuesdays. We're having one of our board members who is also the chaplain for the Miami-Dade Police Department, that is the pastor emeritus of the church in South Dade. He's going to come and talk about faith and mental health. And we even have other fun programs that we plan on instituting, such as some art programs, some fun things. And then we have some programs, and it's called Ending the Silence for Youth or Ending the Silence for Family Members. And that's an education awareness program for youth mental health. So if you're not sure is is your child having just some regular teenage issues or not, you can join our Ending the Silence for Youth. That's for the youth themselves, so they can get help. And then our Ending the Silence for Family Members is similar. It's a little bit longer. It's done by a family member of a parent who has a child who's gone through or is still going through some mental health challenges. It's an awesome program. And there's a young adult in recovery who talks about their story and what led to their recovery. We're actually in the midst of translating that national program into Spanish. So we're the first ones in the United States who will have that program by the first of the year. And then we have a warm line. You can call us and talk to us about what's going on, where you're, maybe you need some resources. You can look on our website as well, but you can just call someone and anyone that answers our phone lines is someone with a lived experience. So they are either a family member of someone who has a mental health issue or they themselves are in recovery from a mental health issue. And we have a number of other programs as well. And you can look at our website at namimiami.org or our main phone number is 305-665-2540. One of the things I think that's important for me in the holidays, someone who's moved from New England to Miami six years ago and I'm still not used to not having a little snow on the ground is we had to figure out my husband and myself, what was the most important part of the holiday that we used to have? So of course it's not making the snowman or going out making angels in the snow with the kids. So it's really what's important here now this year, only think about this year and focus on what we can do to bring that to light and bring in the kids, the teenagers, the young ones, the grandparents, to say, what do you want to do? So it becomes maybe even a new family tradition. And we can talk about that on our support groups as well. What I'm hearing is we need to do a lot of soul searching this year to determine what really matters to us and focus on those things as opposed to the more superficial things. Where can someone get the schedule of all the programs? Is it best to go to the website at NamiMiami.org or to your Facebook page? NamiMiami.org. If they're on Facebook or Instagram, they can follow us. The easiest thing to do is the homepage of our website. We'll have it right there. So in Facebook, you have to, you know, probably scroll down a little bit. But follow any of that, either our social media, our website, sign up and get our newsletter. So that will come to you. The heart is to have fun, whatever that new fun is. So again, NamiMiami.org, the phone number 
665-2540. Dr. Anna Schustak and Kathy Coppola from NAMI Miami, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Thank you both. You're really, you're helping me get through this. And I assume that it's helping a lot of other people too. You're definitely helping a lot of people too, Ellen. Thank you. And thank you for joining us this morning for Easy's Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. If you have questions or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at ellen at easy93.com. Join us again next Sunday at 6.50 for a new segment of Easy's Community Focus. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.